Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Senor Nerd Podcast. I have here with me Ramon. Hey, what's up? Hey, Ramon. How are you doing, man? Uh, so today we're here to talk about Attack on Titan. Um, and this is an anticipation for the new season that's premiering next week. And I really wanted to talk about this show because this show, you know, means a lot to me. I've been watching this show since its first premiere back in 2013. And, you know, I just want to be able to talk about it before the new season comes out. Again, this will be next week. Wait, sorry. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm getting something right now. Oh, crap. So apparently it's not the final season. So I guess it's season part three. And there'll be a part four later this year. Okay. That's a little bit weird. So it's like, why would they call it? Why, Why would they call it final season part three? Okay, wait. Okay, so I guess it's part four, but there's only nine chapters to adapt, so that's a little bit strange. I don't understand why they're doing that. It's a little confusing if you ask me, but okay, forget that. So part three, final season coming out next week, but we're here to just talk about Attack on Titan and talk about some of these like past seasons, kind of like show our love for it, man, because I know when you first started watching anime, Attack on Titan was one of the first ones that I kind of told you, like, hey, if you're going to do this journey with anime, like, Go ahead and watch this show because I think you really enjoy it. So I kind of want to hear your thoughts about what you think about this show and what it kind of means, means to you. Yeah, man, absolutely. And yeah, no kidding. The final freaking season part for the longest. <laughs> it just keeps it getting <laughs> longer and longer. No, yeah, man. Uh, this is actually, it's funny that you mentioned, uh, obviously, this was one of the first ones. It definitely was. I mean, um, again, I mentioned in the show previous times like that I just really because of grad school and everything I was doing at the time, I just didn't get a chance to watch a lot of TV. And then eventually with the streaming channels and being able to binge stuff, it became easier and easier. And I do believe this was the first anime that I revisited, like as a, you know, start watching it for real, like from beginning to like where it was available. Um, So yeah, I do definitely credit you for um, suggesting this one and then getting started in that journey because definitely became one of my favorite I think just shows and stories all together. And, you know, again, I'm a big movie watcher. I love my stories. I love just kind of, you know, hearing just things really develop into like, whether it's character development, like, you know, great stories and then some crazy twists. Uh, this had a little bit of it all, man. <laughs> like I remember yeah. watching the very first episode and right away wanted to text you and be like, dude, what the heck did you me watching? <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so, you know, definitely makes an impression. And if you guys haven't seen it, I, I think that's all you got to do is just watch one or two episodes episodes and you'll get hooked just enough to like continue to explore what what it is about dude i remember again going back to like 2013 i think there was already five episodes out at the time when i started watching this and it was on hulu and i'm like okay you know this seems to be getting a lot of um you know people responding to it that you know maybe like on social media i was seeing articles about it so i'm like let me start watching this show and then the first five episodes, I remember they were so freaking insane that I'm like, what, like, what, like, I'm going to cuss, like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, what is this going on? Like, there's, there's giants, there's all these, um, you know, titans, what they're called. There's like a giant one knocking out of the front door. There's an armored titan. Like, I didn't know, like, you know, what to think of this show. Cause I think one of the things that really caught me off guard, cause, um, you know, this is probably like around the time we were probably watching Game of Thrones and, you know, I watch a lot of anime, Ramon. I mean, you know this and absolutely. I can. I can tell you in a lot of anime, it's very rare for an anime to like kill kill off people like left and right. And that's what really surprised me about this show. That's like you start watching it and like people are like dying, you know, guts are like being split open, titans are eating people. And I'm like, who the hell is like the main character in this? Because I think even at the time this show started, like, you know, we're supposed we're following kind of Aaron's yeah. journey throughout it. And like I remember it got to the point where like Aaron got killed within the first spoilers. This is gonna be a lot of heavy spoilers, but Aaron oh, gets yeah, because we're revisiting what yeah. like ten years of like a TV show, yeah. No, and I mean I'm even gonna talk about some of like maybe what could happen in the future. But yeah, like I remember Aaron getting eaten by a Titan and I'm like, okay, like I thought I was following his journey, and all of a sudden like he's possibly dead. And I just like it blew my mind just like again being something new, not knowing what I was watching, really didn't know where this journey was going to be going. But, um, you know, I kept up with it, man. Like, I think I've been a fan since the, again, since the first season, and I've been on top of it. Every time there's a new season comes out, um, you know, I'm right away watching it. Uh, I've read the manga, which I want to talk yeah. about, a, a little bit about that later on. But, yeah, so that's, like, that's where I kind of, like, fell in love with, with yep. Attack on Titan, just from the very beginning. And I love that, too, because, like, you kind of propelled me towards, like, kind of, 
keeping up with it as well. Not that it was difficult. It's just like, like I said, really good story. I mean, just compared to like what you hear when you think of like anime or when people mention anime and, you know, you always want to kind of think of kind of the more sillier anime or the stuff that just, you know, has some stories that are a little bit more loose fitting. Like you said, not a lot of death, not a lot of like heavier topics of like, you know, we, we could definitely discuss some really depressing shit. <laughs> but to this point, I think this was the first one that, yeah, like you said, started with a lot of gore, um, started with the very heavy subject matter that was a mystery and i think that's something that i really liked about it i mean i mean i think the first impression of it and the thing that made the most excited the thing that made the biggest first impression on me was right away seeing the freaking titans right like seeing these crazy goofy looking naked <laughs> humans yeah. <laughs> uh, the way they know, run that, yeah the way <laughs> they run their, 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 their body <laughs> gestures you know you had obviously eventually we'll talk about the smiling uh titan or the smiling giant but like you know you had ones that were frowning you had ones that had like bigger heads than others like ones that would run with their heads like backwards because they their heads were so big um and that idea was just so lucrative like lucrative to me from the beginning because i'm like well who are these people right like obviously they're humanoid um and you kind of knew there was a story there right from the beginning and and i think something like right away you wanted to explore and then yes what like almost almost one of the first episodes like aaron's mom gets eaten up like by the smiling titan like right away and you're like holy crap like you, you know like for you being introduced to a couple new characters and then already you start with tra tragedy um it, it was just but, that perfect mixture of like no and, and i kind of want to stop you right there because i want to talk about the brilliance of this show and um yeah. you know i know you're not really like on the reddit or on the twitter ramon but believe it or not there's people that hate this show and i think they hate it not because it's a bad right. show yeah. it's because yeah. of how popular it is and how much everybody loves it so i think for yeah. the thousand people that like love this show you might have like a small minority of like 50 people that really hate it just because of how popular which to me that sounds kind of crazy you're gonna hate something just because it's so popular but just to like talk about the brilliance of attack and titan because i do think it's a very brilliant show when you talk you know you talked about the smiling titan and eating aaron's mom like I would have never had guessed that, yeah. you know, looking forward in reality, that was like Aaron's stepmother. And there was like a whole reason why she was attracted to like that house and why, yeah. you know, she, the mom got in. So again, to me, that's like the stuff that makes me love the show. Like knowing now that like crap, like I never would have guessed that like that Titan had a purpose. And when you do find out the purpose and why, you know, she was created and why, like it just, it's to me, that's what makes this show again, like really brilliant to me. And it's something that like, you know, not saying other animes aren't doing that kind of level, but it this one definitely oh, yeah. like stepped, stepped up the story. It definitely had the layers, man, the layers of intensity like that. Like, again, you saw that first scene of, I mean, you saw that scene of that Titan eating Aaron's mother. There's no way you would have known, right, that it was going to ultimately be his dad's ex-wife. Um, there's no way of, like, knowing that he would have ran into her later on and, you know, had that initial when she he stopped her, like, grab and then that caused like that rumbling that first time um so you know it's, it's just sweet to have something like it's crazy it's just a random titan titan that you see in the like first few episodes and you're like hey this is one of many that you have running around eating people and it becomes so significant later on like that that, that shows kind of the gravity of the show that it's definitely built in layers and i think it's true because like i mean it's true as you go on throughout the show it, it gets heavier and heavier with content man. <laughs> like i mean <laughs> I, I, I guess we could just go from there like you know obviously so eventually you know, obviously that that happens, so it sets up the story with Aaron. You meet people, Mikasa. like yeah, yeah, like she's great, right? And then even later on too, you realize who she really is—a sense of like who her family, who her last yeah. name belongs to—and dude, everything. I feel like I, I'm still watching it now, and I'm still finding things out from like back in the beginning of the show and it's great because yeah sometimes you do have to go back and look it up if you haven't watched it all consistently like all, all together but uh dude it's just so rewarding and, and i feel like at this point right like we're so close to the end sadly i think the end has been spoiled to me already but at the mm -hmm. same time like you know i'm a fan of the animation that's another thing too right you know we're talking about animation we're talking about these uh anime cartoons that eh, you gotta love how people move you gotta love the style how creepy the titans are especially when you start introducing like the the actual the the nine like titans um the armored titan the attack titan all those and they're just so fucking cool <laughs> um but, yeah everything like, about it yeah well like something about the show that like right away gets you is like you're not really sure what kind of time period this is or what kind of world mm. this is just because again they seem like they're living very like old-fashioned ways but then they have this technology um with the gear that's able to like they would like the odm like, gear yeah the odm gear where they would like travel not like spider-man but they would have hooked themselves and like 
like throw themselves at like really fast speed and maneuver themselves to be able to kill the Titans. So you're kind of thinking like, okay, this is kind of interesting. It's a very medieval kind of town, but they do have this technology. Um, and this is kind of where I want to say, I want to talk a little bit about like my, the manga, cause I have read it all. So like, you can't really yeah. spoil anything to me because I know how the show ends. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I remember when the show wasn't, the new seasons weren't really happening like as fast as I wanted them to be. Like eventually I'm like, okay, you know, like I really yeah. want to know what's in that basement of our Aaron's dad. <laughs> so I remember like, I, I just picked like a random chapter, like a hundred and something. And I remember reading that chapter and like, I had no idea what was going on, Ramon. I'm like, there's blimps. There's like a jaw titan that oh, I've never seen. There's Marty, like, yeah. there's like a vocal character that I don't know who the hell this is. Like, I don't know like what is going on. So like, I kind of like, all of a sudden, like, got almost like a shock feeling. And I'm like, I had to go back and like reread the manga just from like, I left off on the, on the seasons, um, the last season, just because I'm like, I have no idea like what's going on in the future. Like now there's like flying blimps. Like, like how the hell is there flying blimps when like in, as far as I know, in this world, there's like no technology besides the ODM gear. Yeah. So, you know, that's again, something that's like, I love the fact that this show starts so small. And, yeah, you know, exactly. now where we're at, it's just so big. It's just like a giant, like now you have the whole world, you know, it was yeah. just like a small section of this planet. Now it's like, essentially we're dealing with the whole planet um, yeah. because, you know, they're all getting, like, they're all getting attacked right now. Dude, and thank you for mentioning that because I know with this kind of episode that we're doing, that it's more, not reaction, but it's just kind of a summary kind of all over the place. We're just talking about the show. It's so hard to like pick all these awesome parts about the show, but that's another part of it that just kind of really made me fell in love with it was this the whole fact that you start like you said you start small right you start in a triple walled city that the residents there have been like not prisoners but they've been like there for a hundred years right so you already <laughs> have this like crazy idea of like you know obviously we're not going back to the existence or creation of them but you're like yeah what what's happened in a hundred years and why are they walled off right and us knowing <laughs> like our experiences like humans us watching other cartoons like even like avatar like the last airbender where ultimately you know you're you're on top of turtles like you know you know there's more to the story and you know that walled city isn't just there for fun right and it's not just like a coincidence that it's walled um and so yeah it's pretty beautiful to kind of like watch the show and then like, again, get these little bits and pieces of, like, more and more of the story. And like you said, you end up in a completely different country in a whole different world later on. And you realize that these people are so outdated with not not just the ODM gear, but, like, you know, just the way the, the way they run their city is so different compared to, like, the Marleans um, and, you know, the next oh, one Marley. And so later you find out that there there is the rest of the world is basically more developed than they are, um, which kind of leads into other topics about, like, you know, why the king king or the family reese like stuck them there and all this stuff so it's, it's again multi-layers man and then later no, and when I, you find out what the walls made of you know so that's yeah. no crazy. i know like you, i mean you said it that it's going to be impossible for us to like there's people are going to be like oh you guys didn't talk about this so they didn't mention that but it's like in this world it's so impossible because almost everything about it's a twist like if you're like yeah. discovering more things it's like we can literally talk about like just like one arc and talk about it for like the next hour but yeah we're just kind of moving along and just talking about like certain pieces of it um but even like you know when there was a time skip and not that i'm trying to like already like move forward but even with the time skip like i could see like you know yourself like you didn't see that coming and for you to all of a sudden you're like wait there's a time skip now we're fighting in another country like now there's this kid marco and then i forgot what the other girl's name is like like what is happening though and this is like again i can feel that oh unless you've been Gabby, yeah. it's just like, it's yeah. like, it, it really shocks you to be like, how the hell are we like now in a completely different world with different technology? You find out like there's all these like, you know, that pretty much like this country's holding the whole world, not, not ransom, but like they're holding them under control because they are, they're the only ones that have the Titans. Uh, yeah. but you know, as you're saying, like the world's advancing with technology that it is going to get to the point where they gotta, gotta even start thinking like, Hey, and like, 50 years like just the fact that we have titans that's not going to be good enough because the world is just keep continues to advance so i even kind of like that about it the fact that yeah. even if titans were to remain um you know in 50 years like people would have came up with a more creative way of like getting rid of them no oh, absolutely man and it's like oh dude but again another mystery right and it's just funny because we're definitely very back and forth as it's the show makes you think that way because again as you start like finding out new things you go back you're like holy shit like that's how it's been going on like or that's why it's been happening right so one of my coolest like things that i loved finding out about is how they create the titans because remember yeah. eventually you get to the point when you find out that the marleans are basically taking 
the um, what is the name? The Eldians, the, like the people descended of like the the Titan. Blood. The White Mirror, yeah, White Mirror, yeah, yeah, and, and basically, yeah, the oh yeah, the original um, Titan or the. Anyways, but yeah, so like eventually they take the people that are not no longer subordinate, they're no longer, you know, and first of all, yeah, let's, let's, maybe let's start that way. You're in Marley and you start seeing it's a very like kind of Nazi slash Holocaust, like sadly, you know, that, that kind of essence where the Eldians, like the people descendant of Emir, are being held as like they're being chastised, right? They're, they're worn the arm patches, they have the armbands, yeah. uh, they're considered like scum, garbage, like they're disrespected, like they're not necessarily slaves, but they're definitely kind of like the low, the low. And then later you find out that when those people are not appealing to the Marlins anymore, they get rid of them by taking them to Paradise Island, which is where like the walled city is, and they inject them and they turn them into Titans. And that's how you go back to the whole idea <laughs> of like Titans showing up in this walled city. And that's like stuff like that is so like it's I just remember every time you would hit like a big like discovery like that, I was just like, like what? Like mind yeah. blown, like crazy. No, and it's kind of funny because you know they were converting the people into Titans in order to keep the you know the people trapped in that Jack, area. Yeah. but at the end of the day they ended up creating the more the most perfect barrier for them because all of a sudden when they were actually like responsible for infiltrating the city like they couldn't do it because the city was just surrounded by titans yeah. so that was even kind of cool that later on they kind of acknowledged their mistake by doing that yeah um and and do you remember like so was it the reason why they were kind of a phrase of Paradise Island is because they had the founding Titan, right? Like that's why, Correct. because that was the one Titan that ultimately can create more or not create more Titans because Zeke could too. Um, but yeah, essentially it's the founding Titan. So it has more power than all of them. And I think, yeah, that's yeah. probably the reason why they were more afraid of them. Uh, yeah. Cause they, they just wanted the end of the day to have like their own little section of paradise. They didn't want to be bothered. Yeah. They didn't want the world. Well, they ran away. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> Cause they, I mean, they kind of, I think, the, um, I forget what his name is. The King, he pretty much said like, I don't like war. I don't want to be part of war. So then he went and he created this like paradise because he just wanted to be like with his own subjects and like not be bothered with, you know, fighting or murdering anymore. So he got tired of it. Um, but the whole idea that like, you know, some of the Titans remain with the Marlin people and how they put them to like pretty much like take over the yeah. planet. I think that's like really cool. And, um, you know, something I, you know, I love about the show is it's like the foresight on some of the things, man. Like I would have never, you know, if you had told me that the attack and the attack Titan had powers to like see into the future, like I would have been like, what oh my talking? goodness. <laughs> like, like what, like what are you talking about? Like why would the attack Titan have powers like that? And this is like, that's something again that it's just like, you know, I love that meme where it's like Aaron going like back in time and like telling this person to do this, like telling his dad, like, hey, yeah, you gotta murder this family. And he's actually the one like moving the story forward. Like I thought that was like so cool. Yeah. As far as the anime, is that the last big like this the the what is it called? Discovery, the reveal that we get? Yeah, it is, right? Because I, I remember that being the last thing that I remember that was like so significant that you realize that, you know, you get to the point where you're having these flashbacks and you're seeing Aaron's dad deciding he doesn't want to kill the Reese family, right? Because he has like it's the dad with like all the kids. And I think he does get to the point where he's like, No, I'm not gonna do it. Like, fine, like I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and then Aaron's right there, like the ghost from the future, like, hey, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> like and that's why he fucking goes crazy, like, you know, and ends up like eating um the founding titan and then taking that power himself but like that's that that was another thing i'm like wait i remember watching that and be like what not to mention the scene right before then too when you have zeke and aaron going back and forth in that little like mental universe mm -hmm. of like who has power right because i think like aaron walks in and zeke is like uh bonded like he's what he's chained Chain and top, then yeah. like a, a little later he's not chained and then aaron's chained and then it just keeps going back and forth until eventually you find out aaron has all the power then basically to go back in time mentally and affect yeah. the, the, the the past like that's fucking crazy crazy man <laughs> no you know definitely because um you know with with aaron like dude like again this is was a character that i think in the first seasons especially when it's like a teenager like i just didn't like i'm like dude like besides you having the attack and titan that's why you're so important like i never really liked much about him i thought he was a little bit spoiled a little bit like you want to be so tough but you're not because mikasa has to like literally like pick up the fights for you and defend you all yeah. the time or come to your rescue unless you have that attack titan well um you know that's that's where you're really useful and like he's not the brains because airman's the er, er, um 
what's it? Armin's the Armin's yeah. the brains of the operation. You know, he comes up with all the plans. But then you know you get this um where they move into the future and Aaron grows up, dude, and it's like I will like. <laughs> like I, I had like mass love for like grown up Aaron. Like I love everything about him. I love, expect, like yeah, let's just call him sexy Aaron. Like I just have mass respect for I'm everything that he's you, doing. Carlos, just quoting oh, you, sexy Aaron. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. mean, yeah. But uh, I just have mass respect with everything that he's yeah. doing, man. Because if you think about it, he's sort of doing something that he believes is part of his destiny, and there's no way to get around it. Like him from the visions that he's had, he's like, I have to do this. This is where my story is going, and I have to continue to do all this destruction. And even though I don't want to like, kill billions or millions of people, like I have to do it because I'm trying to protect my people. And I, and I understand like why he's doing that because essentially, I think what the show is trying to show us is that war sucks, man. Like war is just like terrible Absolutely. and nobody's like, it's like at the end of the day, you're just fighting like people. And you know, that's, that's when people say like, this show is not really bringing much to it. was like, how can you say that when this show is literally showing you the, how, how war is terrible. And at the end of the day, you're just fighting human beings and you yeah, know, you yeah. might have different beliefs, but if you're ever breaking bread and on the tables with one another, you might find out that you have more things in common than you realize, you know, so it's just, um, yeah. I think those are the, the bigger pictures that attack and Titan does. And that's why I kind of do respect it a lot. And I think, I mean, you're definitely right. And it kind of sucks that people get to the level of, they want to live in that imaginary world where they realize, don't they just don't want to admit that war is a sad truth that we kind of deal with, right? But that is what the show's about. The show's about, like, basically these, well, we'll call them humans because they are humans, but, like, like, you know, overall these humans with different type of races, one that have, like, the the bloodline of Emir, who can, you know, coincidentally turn into these giant-ass, like, titans, <laughs> you know, but in reality, they're still, like, a type of human or they're still the same kind of type of creature. They originate from the same place. And really the whole show's about, that kind of racism or that kind of like, you know, so, um, opposing that power and no, it sucks. Yeah. No. And, and I'm glad you're saying it because I'm trying to like sugarcoat it and I'm trying not to like spit it out. I know that's why we have this podcast, but that's what it is. Like they're being racist mm-hmm. and it's freaking dumb because another day, you know, we're just people and yeah. you know, you don't, Again, if they understand Titans so well, there's like so well to like know that like, Hey, people aren't just going to magically turn into like a, nine foot titan um you know there's really no reason for them to be as racist as they are towards them but you know they treat them like crap man and some of the things they weaponize them yeah Yeah, but even the way they treat marmions and i mean even when you find out like how aaron's dad lost his sister i mean that's fucking terrible the the idea of like soldiers took her and fed her to like multiple dogs or like dogs ripped her apart all because he wanted to be there for you know to see some blimps flying around you know like that's kind of cool man if you're a kid like you do want to see that but now the dad has to like suffer with the reality that because I wanted to do this, my sister ended up dying. So it's just like, again, the whole, like that, that almost started the whole conflict with Aaron because it's just like, you know, if you, this hadn't happened, you guys hadn't killed his sister, then he, the father would have never tried to rebel. And then the father would have never trained, um, seek to be like, trying to be like, um, you know, like a, also a rebel and then seek yeah. to like, like betray them. So it's just like so many layers upon layers upon layers. Oh, it's fucking, it's insane. <laughs> well, I mean, and that, that was the purpose of the Marlians, right? Like the Marlians wanted to control the Titans. And I think that's what it was, is they were weaponizing the Titans. So they were using like the f- nine or like the, they had eight out of the nine, like main Titans. And they wanted to keep that power. So then by to hold that power, they basically were telling any descendants of Emir that they were garbage. And they were basically indoctrinating them and telling them, like, hey, you guys are worthless. You guys are scum. And in reality, like, dude, if I was, like, one of the Eldians, wouldn't you eventually think, like, dude, wait, what? I can turn into, I have the, the I have the possibility of turning into a giant-ass, like, humanoid and kill you, and you don't? Like, who's really has the power? But, you know, it goes to show you, like, that is true. Like, that's how, like, governments work sometimes. Like, it, you know, you have something very powerful, and, and that's what they were doing, just trying to control the power of the Titans. Well, I think it also comes to the fact that they, like, the, um, the subjects of Ymir, they know the fact that they also, at one point, were actually the rulers. You know, they're the ones yeah. in control, and they were doing terrible things. So I think the fact that that history gets thrown in their face a lot, like, hey, when you guys were running, you know, things, like, you guys were, like, murdering and killing and doing all these terrible things. So, you know, there is a reason why you should, you should feel fucked up about, like, who you are, because, you know, you have this blood or these genes that can make you transform and you know it's kind of like history re- like not that history is repeating itself but like they're using history to say like oh we should be shit 
And it's funny because it does remind me of even like our people, right? Like in the indigenous people and then the Spaniards and it's all that kind of crazy stuff. But you know what? It's funny because you just made like when you were talking about it, I was listening to it and I thought about Naruto again. Now that I'm finally getting towards the end, think about it. Like, isn't it um freaking the the Sage of Six Paths mom is the one that ultimately gets the original power. And then the, the Sage of Six Paths ends up becoming like, you know, creating the Shinobi world. And then ultimately he has the nine, like nine tailed beasts, which are like the nine titans like dude like it's, 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 and then the chinchuriki are later on like kind of like chastised like they, they're like oh you guys are like garbage because you could potentially destroy us we're using you as a weapon and and anyway so another reason why like this show is so great because it does correlate to a lot of things that you know as a like people we've experienced and then also like other animes that use like similar like really great storytelling have similarities but no yeah so dude and then continue with that so then obviously they, they the marlians do want to have the control and then ultimately i think that's what ends up like fucking them over because then obviously towards the end of where we're at with the actual anime it's basically what uh the rumbling and you have freaking what is it one thousand how many titans colossal titans are coming oh dude i have no idea but i just know that yeah. they're pretty much destroying everything they're like crossing paths with so it's uh it's kind of yeah. sad it's sad because i know there's kids and elderly and people that have nothing to do with you know what marmots have yeah. been doing but you know Aaron's on this plan that it's like well the whole world turned their backs against us and now i'm just going to kill everybody because that's the only way that my people can really survive and i think that's like the biggest conflict in like season four right because in season four um where we're at i guess but like the first part of it it's all about that right like you have Zeke, who, uh, you know, obviously, eventually you find out is Aaron's half-brother, which is freaking awesome. Because, like, a- introducing Zeke, like, the Beast Titan was probably another cool moment it in was, the whole it, show. It was so crazy. It was just, like, I don't know where you see, like, this giant ape. And you're like, okay, like, what the fuck am I watching? Why is there a giant ape? Why can't he talk? When are we going to know, like, his, like, he background? Smart. Yeah. He was smart. And it was just, like, again, one of those things, like, attacking titan does such a good job of just grabbing you with all these mysteries that to me actually pay off because the whole idea like seek ended up being like aaron's brother to me that still kind of like blows my mind because this is like yeah. an incredible thing and and just even in general like his well i remember watching that episode of when you first get introduced to the beast Titan, and i'm like dude what the f and i remember texting you and being like what is this and i always send you like pictures of what i'm watching like dude what the frick is this and yeah eventually not even just like going skipping forward to like when you find out it's his half brother but even even just a scene that really captivated me about like the beast titan later when he's fighting erwin oh rest in peace my captain (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's like probably one of the saddest parts of the whole like you know attack on titan but like you know yeah when the beast titan is fighting erwin in the army like dude he's freaking chucking like boulders right like he's doing his whole baseball throws and throwing them and i just remember like and that's like he chucked like a freaking he throws a horse first doesn't he like at one point he throws a freaking horse (laughs) when we yeah when we first introduced him i think he's throwing him yeah you you he throws a horse at like one of the um, the scouts um yeah i remember seeing that and being like this is so freaking crazy like just because you already know like how crazy it is to see these giant ass like humanoids and then you have this beast titan freaking horse at them yeah, Seek thinks yeah. he's a god, man. I know there's that one girl that actually worships him like a god, but yeah. even though later on he tries to like downplay it, like, oh no, I'm on, you know, I'm actually on your side, blah, blah, blah. Like, Seek has like that god complex where it's just like, dude, like, I'm a freaking hundred feet tall, like, Titan, and you guys are garbage, and I'm here, and you guys should bow down to me and that's like another reason why i love the fact that he gets his ass whooped with by by levi constantly they're like i wish i could just watch a show where like the whole season's like seek trying to outsmart levi and like levi just always like one step above him just because of like how great he is physically um but yeah that whole like i think it's one of the most like rated shows on anything the the one you're referring to where he's fighting with erwin and yeah in the battle and then levi coming and just cutting him to pieces man freaking incredible i swear i watched that like a couple times every like you know every couple months it's still one of my first favorite parts like when i tell people about the show now like waiting for those parts is probably one of the most exciting things when people actually reach back out to me and say like dude yeah what the hell like what's going on like it's so insane but no yeah like yeah that the whole thing with zeke too like uh, you know, because going back into what we were talking yeah. about, like his ultimate goal is euthanizing, like the freaking, uh, like um, oh my god, his the, race, the freaking, his race, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's basically like, 
he wants to stop the production of more subjects of Emir, and that freaking sucks. And no, because, it's know, like that's not that's not a good plan, man. Like no, no. that's like a, that's like a Thanos kind of like, oh, I'll snap half of um, humanity or the people in the universe, and then things will become better. Like no, dude, like you could. But at least with Thanos. But at least with Thanos, those fifty percent of the people can have more children, and at this point, you're basically saying you're eliminating the race by euthanizing them and saying you're no longer able to have any more kids, which is so fucked up. Which, in comparison, Aaron's plan to basically destroy the Marlians and everyone else doesn't seem as crazy. But you don't, like you said earlier, it's still fucked up. You still have children, innocent people that really don't really, besides kind of following their government and their country's rule really don't have anything to really do with that fight you know so it, i think that's another part that later on obviously you really learn to love about the show that conflict right like ethics like what's really better like to eliminate a race that potentially creates these giant ass like humanoid like titans to that can potentially destroy the world and they they hold government power they hold power in general or do you like kill everybody that's against that and it's like neither of them are right and yeah. you know, so it's just another good part that, like, at least the most recent parts that we're watching right now—that's that's what it's dealing with—is that overall war, um, which is crazy, man. Because there's just so much stuff in there too that's smaller. But yeah, that war is crazy. No, like, I mean, again, I feel with Aaron just because I don't think he wants to do it, man. I see the sadness in him. Like, I mean, ever since he grew up and, you know, he was able to kiss uh, Historia and, you know, he kind of saw oh, yeah, what yeah. he needed to do. I kind of feel bad with him because when you look at his eyes, like his eyes, his eyes have been dead. It's just like he knows he has to do like terrible things and he knows nobody else will do them and he's just on this path of destruction. And I feel bad, man. I really feel bad. And I know there's like a scene that we might, we either haven't seen or we will see where, you know, he had an opportunity to maybe run off with Mikasa. It didn't happen. Um, you know, but I almost wish that would have happened because I wish I could have lived in a reality where Aaron had a happy life. But, you know, sadly, yeah. that's not where the story is going because that would be a very, like, boring, a boring yeah. ending. It's like <laughs> he ran off with Mikasa. Um, yeah. You know, Mikasa is a character that I found yeah. so cool, man, <laughs> how badass she is. She thought, I thought she was so beautiful, so pretty, so, like, very confident. But I do see, like, the problems with her, because I think the problems with her is that she loves Aaron too much, and her character has become like, "I'll save Aaron, and I'm here for Aaron, and I'll do anything for Aaron." Well, and she's kind of like to Aaron, yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, she feels like she's bound because of the whole Ackerman thing, because you know, like yeah. he saved her when you know they were younger. So that activated her powers. So it's just yeah. like, I feel like she's a great character, but I feel like the show hasn't really done much with her besides being like, "Hey, your whole purpose here is to like." follow Aaron around and be like his bodyguard and, you know, make yeah. sure you give us some like really oh, cool. Abs absolutely. No, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. I was just agreeing because I think, you know, and I obviously wanted to backtrack and talk about certain characters. And I think Mikasa was one of those that, well, animation style, she was better in the first couple of seasons. When it time to got to the fourth season, I'm like, what'd you do to my girl, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then nothing again, obviously this is not that type of anime, but she just didn't look the same. She looked a little bit more like, you know, thicker, and she seemed to be more of like that lost puppy that's just following the owner around, and it's just like, oh, it perfect, really took yeah. it, yeah, it took this character that you really learned to love, because she was a badass, and you know, she knew she was loyal to her friends, and she was loyal to Aaron in particular, and you learned the story about why she was, because, you know, when they were trying to, like, basically kill her, and Aaron defended her, and then her, like, Ackerman powers snapped, and she, you know, came into the realization of what, like, her true potential is, she she even if she owed or she felt like she kind of needed to be there for Aaron to always protect them, like bound to him. I, I think she was still pretty badass, man. Like she was an anchorman. Yeah. She did some awesome things. She had some awesome fights. And then you got to the fourth season, like what we're most currently on. And it's just she again, it's like a lost poppy. Like she's just following him around. Yeah, she's still fighting. She's still doing some cool stuff. It just doesn't have the same like focus on her or power. And again, without maybe going too far ahead. I've been spoiled a little bit about kind of the final part of the story and I'm so grateful that she's still part of it. And that she's obviously one of the main parts of the, the ending, but in general, I'm like, damn, man, like right now I just, I, I, I kind of was like, dude, what happened to my girl? What happened to Mikasa? Dude, <laughs> yeah. dude I love when they have, um, you know, the, the time skip where Aaron's pretty much declaring war to the Marmions and, you know, he's facing that, the, um, the Warhammer Titans, I would just call mm. the Warhammer Titan. Warhammer. Yeah. Good. 
which looks so fucking, <laughs> fucking cool, dude. And I like the fact that when Aaron's like, like now is your chance to like attack um, Mikasa. Like, where are you, Mikasa? And like, sure enough, Mikasa just comes out of nowhere, comes with her like freaking rocket, starts like oh, fucking yeah. shit up. Dude. Like to me, that's also one of the highlights of the whole every like season. Like when they invade Marlin, they they're almost taking the war to them because again, all this time like. Marlins are so confident about like their status in society because like war never happens in their country. The war is always happening. Either they're invading other countries or they're fighting to like get some of these Titans back. Yeah. But as far as they know, for the past hundred years, they've been like the ruling power. So the idea of like Aaron coming in, inf- infiltrating the, the Marmion um, city. And then all of a sudden like Aaron turns into the, turns into the attack Titan. His whole purpose is like, I'm here to steal the Warhammer yeah. uh, Titan. And like, dude, that whole scene is so beautiful to me. And one of the highlights of this show is when Marco is in his jaw Titan form and he's like, all right, I'm here. I'm the jaw Titan. You guys need to fear me. You guys need to run away. Cause there's no way you guys are like stand a chance against oh, me. And yeah. all those, all the scouts are just going forward to him and like attacking yeah. him and like fucking him, fucking him up. And he's like, I do not understand. Like, why, why are you guys not scared of me? Like you guys, like I should be your biggest fear. And it's like, yeah. I love that idea though, that these guys were like so high on themselves that like they were superior in the idea that here comes these scouts. They have like no fear. They're ready to like kill him and, you know, pretty much like maybe like uh, kidnapping so they could pass on the power to somebody else. Like to me, that's always been like a really um, cool scene in the yeah. show. And that's true. I mean, well, like, damn, it's so hard because I want to talk about like three different things at once. But first of all, yeah, let's talk about that scene in general when like the the Warhammer's brother, who's like the the leader of the Congress or the the city, he's basically declaring war on Paradis, <laughs> like the island, and then Aaron busts out and starts you know destroying everything that was pretty cool but no dad just going back to like yeah you know i think that's another really good story that i really enjoyed was the the titans that were sent in for the mission to retrieve the the founding titan right so uh rainer um the colossal titan annie like annie you know yeah, yeah you know like those people were probably the ones that in a that's why they end up in the same team which obviously will eventually get to but um i think that's the coolest part about them is that because they infiltrated and they were basically spies to be ultimately get capture Aaron or the founding Titan, they lived through what those people lived. And they understood that the Eldians or the, the subjects of Ymir weren't real bad people. So all this thing no. that they were like growing up and that was indoctrinated. Propaganda, them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this stuff that they like ever grew up believing, they were realizing, no, dude, these people are like <laughs> us. They're us. Like, you know, and they're fine. And they're normal. And if anything, they're scared or they don't even know about the outside world. They're just scared of Titans. So, yes, you're right. When you get to like, people like Falco and the Jaw Titan, it's like he's so full of himself because he's never dealt with that. He's never, like, understood their, like, fight, their determination, their, like, will to, like, succeed. But then all these other Titans already knew that those guys can fucking fight because they were there with them, like, most of the fights. They really really kind of worked side and side. Uh, But, yeah, that was an awesome scene, man. Like, that Warhammer Titan was really great. And even then jumping ahead to, like, where ultimately... Oh, remember because Aaron, in order to get her when she gets crystallized, like yeah. uses a jaw titan oh, to be yeah. like, dude, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Like, so not even talking about like Falco and his like arrogance of being like, oh, you should fear me, but then finding out that ultimately, Marco, becomes, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 he becomes the catalyst to like you know being able to lose that. So, yeah, uh, no, and you know, um, let's talk a little bit about you know, and I, and I promise we're going to get to Armin uh, for that. Anyway. It's like, <laughs> well, you guys haven't talked about Armin, but uh, yeah. you know, um, Rainer, dude, Rainer oh, probably yeah, has yeah. to be the second most favorite one of my characters. And it's another character that you're kind of probably seeing the pattern with me. Like I love growing up Aaron, sexy Aaron because he's just so sad inside and I just want to oh, like, yeah. fix him. And he I don't even fix talk him anymore. anymore. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even talk anymore. <laughs> But I also love yeah. Raider because that's another one that he's just so sad, so depressed. Raider like put a shotgun in his mouth and like you know pulled the trigger, and I I feel bad for that guy, man. Like that guy's just been through so much, and you know his colossal titan. When I first saw it, I'm like, dude, there's no way like anybody could ever defeat him. Like, how do you defeat something that's just like armor throughout his whole body? Oh, the armor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, you obviously see like you know Aaron yeah. has a way of like going about it now, especially because he has like more powers, but. Um, I feel I feel bad for Ray, Ray, Rainer, man. He's definitely my favorite one right now, other than Aaron, just because I can see what he's trying to do. He's just at this point where he's conflicted. He's like, I understand what they're doing. I understand what my people are trying to do. It at this yeah. point, I'm just trying to save like the children. Like he's trying to like he's very about Marco and um, 
Gabby, like trying to like show them and show them a better future so they don't have to go to the trouble of like dealing with war, even though they already been part of war. So yeah. I do like Rainer a lot. At least that's, again, somebody that I'm rooting for, which is kind of sucks to be rooting for him and Aaron when they're both on like on opposite teams. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you guys, can you guys just go out and play and have a good time and then just yeah, shake yeah. hands at the end of it? Well, you know whose fault it's then. You know, you're right. It's been so long since I watched this anime because I was looking up at the the names, and yeah, it's Porco, the Jaw Titan. Porco. That's what I'm saying. Like Porco. Marco's the other one, right? Yeah, you know, Falco. Yeah, the... Falco's the kid that that eventually no. takes. Falco's the kid that eventually takes Porco's power, and okay. he becomes the bird. The bird. Remember, like when he becomes a Jaw Titan, it's more of like a chicken bird, <laughs> like yeah. Titan, which is pretty cool too. I mean, uh, yeah, they, they, but, get kind of, they, they, they get kind of loose with the jaw titan and what he looks like. So I'm like, I don't know if the bird one. It's like a, especially the, especially the first jaw titan. Like she didn't really yeah. have anything. Like to me, that was kind of like a very pathetic or like they didn't really know how to like design that character. Yeah. Um, I'm talking, I think of it, her name was also Wymir. Um, but I did not like that jaw titan. I'd like, oh, the one who was, uh, Historia's protector and she kind of loved her too. Yeah. I forgot about her. Yeah, but uh, no, I did like uh, Por- Porco's uh, jaw title was freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, I would, I wouldn't mind having his uh, transformation. Which I think, to my understanding, cool. he looked like. No, go ahead. What? No, say like he's just he looked pretty cool. Like his yeah. disability in general. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, yeah, Raynar is that his name? Yeah, Raynar, the the freaking armored titan. Like you're right. Like he was definitely one of the ones that I liked the most. Not only because he was like this beefy like freaking titan that was just basically so strong, but I think just this the whole story about. Like him, he was kind of a little bit, not of a mystery, but, you know, there was other blonde characters in there. I think Annie was the one that I'm like, how did you even not know it was Annie? But at that Mm -hmm. point, you also didn't know that those, like, humans were the ones that turned into these titans. Oh, no. By the time you find out, yeah. So by the time you find out, because, like, um, the other guy, the one who turned into Colossal Titan, just to know that was a person who was part of their team to begin with. And then technically in the beginning of the, the anime, he's the first one that breaks into the wall. That's, you know, dude, it's just, again, just finding yeah. these little things out throughout the whole show are pretty, pretty great. Dude, and if you look it up, there's like been shots early on where there's a scene where they were in trouble. And like, if you look at it or freeze the frame, like Marco's like ready to bite himself to turn into yeah. the Titan form. Yeah. So they were like, if you pay close attention, it becomes pretty obvious that Reiner and Marco, sorry, what's his name? Uh, Bert, Porco. Bert, 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 Bert. Berthold, uh that he they were kind of the colossal oh. and the you know Annie for her transformation it just becomes very obvious. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. As soon as you see her and her fighting style and everything, but yeah, um, I did I did like like their whole trio and I thought it was kind of cool. I'm glad that Annie we're gonna get more of her in kind of playing with the good guys now. So I like that yeah. about you know Annie come coming back. Oh, that dude, that's another like cluster F of things that happen at the very end, right? Like. Because now at this point, you have the Jaegerists who believe that, you know, Aaron was like <laughs> yeah. the right one and he's the one that he should go destroy everything in the world. And then you have obviously his like old crew that was like, dude, what is he doing? Like he can't kill everybody and stuff like that. And then you have, you know, Zeke, who at this point obviously is irrelevant, but like he was still trying to euthanize everyone. And you have a lot of these characters like combined like that's that, that's that's basically where we left off right like they all kind of yeah. like get together and they're all gonna go try to stop Aaron because Aaron's like fucking turned into this giant ass yeah. titan at this point and it's like crossing the sea to go kill the Marlians um yeah. but no I, I mean bad. even then I didn't expect all that yeah Dude, I feel bad for my boy Levi because at this oh, point, let's talk, about Le- let's talk about Levi. We haven't talked about Levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Armin can wait. Armin can wait. We can keep keep, keep mm-hmm. pushing him a little bit forward. Uh, no, dude, like Levi, like at this point, what's keeping him alive is just his whole will that he will be the one to kill Seek. Like, it, like if yeah. like to keep see if the Seek is dead, like I don't think Levi can die or will let himself die. Yeah, and I love that about him because you know at this point, like you see him, like he can't. I don't think he can even OD use his ODM gear. Um, you know, he's missing probably an eye. There's probably like ribs broken. Yeah. Honestly, he might not like by the time we were done with this show that whether he's alive or dead, like he's just a broken man. But again, the whole like Seek took um what's the his commanders uh, we talked about earlier? Erwin. Um, Erwin. Erwin. Seek kill Erwin and he's just like on a such a such an like a I'm going on a vengeance journey to get my um to get my revenge. So I like that about him, but Levi has always been so cool, man, since like the very beginning, even though he's like a very short man, they always have made it very clear that he's just like the one that you don't want to mess with. And I love everything about him, including his like backstory. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, finding out that he's an Ackerman too, and then later I think you meet his cousin uh, Kenny or something like that. It started with the K. Uncle, uncle, yeah, yeah uncle, Kenny's uncle, uncle, uncle yeah, yeah, uncle, uncle, and um, you know, just like finding out more about the family. But in general, like, dude, he's such a fucking badass, and I think that's one of those things that you're watching the show and you're seeing, like we talked about from the beginning, like the ODM gear how crazy it is you know it's like a ballistic type blade with like kind of shoots grapples and it's all doing all this crazy stuff but like you talk about someone who's mastered their like weapons so their tools like that that was levi man like the way that he fights like in general like any of the titans is freaking amazing um you know you have that scene where he's fighting zeke in the forest like before he like snaps and does his like what zeke does the the his like Oh my god, creating the Titans. Yeah, yeah Levi that fight. The yeah. Wine. yeah. Yeah. And like Levi's fight with that too. Like, you know, he's like freaking flying in there, spinning in circles, like around his arm and like cutting him up. And like, you know, you, you just know that this guy has to be more than just normal human. And again, you, you find out that because he's an acre man, he has like this weird like power bond to the royal family or some so, some yeah. sort of thing. But anyways, yeah, dude, it's like he's so awesome. Um I was kind of really sad at the end when he does kind of not get defeated, but, you know, he does get injured so bad that he's incapa- incapacitated for, like, the most recent episodes that we've been watching. But, you know, that but, la- yeah, Zeke hates him. Though. <laughs> I remember the last thing is, like, I just can't get rid of him. Like, I just can't can't get rid of him. What the heck? With Zeke, I mean, think about it. Levi had him at a point where Zeke has this whole grand scheme of, uh, hey, my big plan is to, you know, be able to, touch Aaron and then we're going to create a world where, you know, we can't like my, my species cannot, or the subjects of white mirror won't be able to reproduce going forward and think about it. They're like, he pretty much Levi had him and he got to the point where like, they're like, this dude's never going to let me go. He's going <laughs> to probably murder me in a terrible way or, you know, feed me to one of his, um, you know, comrades so that I can, so they can turn into, um, his titan and he he would rather kill himself hence why he pulled that you know bomb that that oh, yeah. had put out so it's just like it's so crazy that levi got him to that position where this guy was like dude i'd rather die and maybe possibly take you with me because like i've given up on killing you you're just such a force to be dealt with and um you know going back to levi and kenny even the fight where you know kenny's kind of chasing them and levi is doing the odm gear and they're you know traveling out you know around the town like to me that's been some of the best animation that i've ever seen oh yeah, yeah. and and i just think it's so cool man because at that point like again you're kind of like since the beginning of the show you've been told that the giants or the titans are the ones you need to fear but now to kind of get a little bit more into like you know the last of us where it's like sometimes it's not the monsters you have to fear but the people and you yeah know, it definitely got to the point where it was kind of you know now we're fighting other you know other people because they're kind of behind the whole conspiracy with um the the ruler of um of that kingdom so it's just like i like the idea of like you know them fighting people and you definitely see that it was just kind of like kenny brought the best out in levi because if you didn't have levi there's probably nobody else that could have gone against kenny because kenny also was just very experienced and he yeah. seemed like somebody that you know you would have would struggle to like deal with yeah and i mean and now kenny was part of the military police so yeah like you said there was like the whole underlying that they're not only fighting the titans they're ultimately fighting also like the military police because at this point too like everyone's involved in this fight no one knows who to trust no one knows who is right um but yeah i think that scene with like uh uncle kenny (laughs) got introduced (laughs) and you you just you know again you just know he's like a badass and all this stuff and then that that was pretty cool too like that just seeing that his like uh group i guess is like um Oh my god, his team that followed him, they were more trained to kill humans. So then you yeah. already know the military had been working with another team to basically develop like ODM gear that was specifically for human fighting, not just Titan fighting. So that was pretty cool to see. And then ultimately, yeah, like uh, obviously Levi and Kenny just being able to kind of hear more about that story was pretty good. But no, yeah, yeah. man, I'd say, that's the stuff with those guys. I'm like, I, 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 the more and more you find out about them, like I really hope that Levi. And the rest of the series gets more. And again, you read the manga. So, like, again, I've just been spoiled to some of the ending stuff. But I, I, I'm not sure what happens to him. And I'm kind of really curious to see. And I hopefully it's, like, something good. Um, and at least he gets a little bit more of just uh, not being injured and not just being kind of laying on the bedside, you know, waiting for something no, to happen. No, man, definitely. I think you're going to get one more beautiful scene or maybe possibly uh, two of them. Uh, but, yeah. no, his, his story is definitely not over with. And, again, you know, when we're talking about the uh, – the scenes where they're fighting these military people, 
you know, if you think about it, like at that time, Aaron's group, like the scouts, like they had so much trouble, like taking another human live because they were just oh, so yeah. used to always killing Titans. But I think now, you know, when we're, you know, going back to like Mar, you know, them fighting Marmion, like they have no trouble, like killing another human being. And again, it's kind of like the show's doing this thing about like war where like maybe in the beginning, like a soldier is hesitant to like kill somebody like up front. But like, you know, the more they do it, the probably the more you become proficient at it and just not giving a fuck if you, you know, because it's like at the end of the day, it's war and you're trying to survive and come back home to your family. So it's just like this show just sprinkles so much like things into you that really gets you like the like like the thinking about like man like it is terrible like what else is human beings are capable of doing yeah yeah and i know it's just because we're near and kind of near the end uh let's get back to erwin <laughs> because my biggest yeah. question too and i think this is one thing that we everybody thinks about when they watch the show or read the manga like who should it have been should it have been erwin or armin that got okay. that syringe right like <laughs> Dude, I agree with everything that Aaron said when he was at the table with him and, you know, uh, Mikasa. And, like, he pretty much said, like, Aaron, you're, like, been doubting yourself. You're no longer the person you used to be. You used to be, like, able to come up with plans. Now you've kind of become useless. So I will say that at the point where we're at, what they've shown us of what Erwin um, has done with the Colossal Titan and, like, his, you know, the ability for him to, like, come up with plans, like, it has gone down and kind of sucks because, you know, like, in the beginning, he was somebody that would get them out of trouble. Um, but again, as somebody that I've read the manga, I can say that there is going to be a little bit more of a, you know, light at the end yeah, of the tunnel with, yeah. with, with his story. So for me, I'm biased. So I can definitely say that <laughs> the right decision was made by giving it to um, to Armin rather than Erwin. Yeah. But I do see that if I hadn't read the manga, and I would be like, dude, like, you know, definitely Irwin right all choice. the way. Erwin yeah. all the way, because he had all the charisma. He had the support. The experience. Yeah, and I mean, I would have liked to, like, you know, kind of like how Marvel's doing the, um, you know, the show where it's just like, what if? Like, I would have liked to have yeah. seen, see a story with, like, what if, you know, Arwen, uh, sorry, if, um, oh my God, what's his name? Erwin, Erwin. What if, what if Erwin would have gotten the, the Colossal Titan powers? Like, what would have gone for? How would the show have changed or the story changed? But, you know, sadly, we're not going to get that. But I mean, how, how do you feel? How do you feel? You, you, I'm guessing you're well, more Erwin. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, because like I said, uh, almost acting like I ha I don't know what happens at the end. Erwin would be the practical, like the most, made most sense decision to make him into the Titan. He's had the experience. He was, you know, he kind of already had in general. He's, you know, he was a very tactical um, leader and he had that going for him. He already had like the, the followers. He had everything, right? As far as like Armin, he was smart, but Erwin was smart too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, once you kind of know what happens at the end, you ultimately know that, yes, Armin becoming the Titan was probably, like, the most beneficial thing to the storyline because Erwin probably wouldn't have that same type of power over uh, Eren. Damn, so many Erwin's yeah. names. I know, no, no. That's why I'm, like, struggling. <laughs> yeah, over here. yeah no, no, but for real, like, you, you know, you know that Erwin wouldn't have the same effect that Armin would have had at the final end. And I know you know what I'm talking about. So it's, like, without getting too much into that. But, yeah, no, I mean, like, Erwin would have been it, man. And I feel like that would have changed a lot of things because if you would have had Erwin take that injection and he would have became the Titan, then Levi would have been, like, in a little bit better place and maybe his survival would have been longer and maybe, like, more people would have rallied. I, rallied behind Erwin and said, hey, we just got to stop Eren altogether. And it would have yeah. been straight to, like, stopping him. What did they stop them? I don't know. But yeah. at the same time, it's just what it seemed the most practical, most reasonable decision. Cause man. I, yeah, because similar to, like, the Jakerist, like, they revolted. I think that would have happened, but it would have happened with Erwin's group. I think Erwin yeah. would have also seen, like, hey, these higher-ups, like, they have no idea what to do. Their whole plan is probably to, like, try to take Aaron's power and give it to somebody else so they can kind of control that person even more. Yeah. Or even with his story, I think like there was a lot of talks about like, oh, what are they going to do with his story? Or like they're trying to get his story pregnant so that they can kind of get rid of his story or like, oh, you know, yeah, so it's just like, yeah, 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 so like those higher ups, they already kind of like, I didn't like what they were kind of like the way they were going about protecting their world. So I, no matter what, I assume there would have been some kind of revolution. Uh, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen it where like Erwin was alive and, you know, like, Armin, he's cool, but you know, I did like that uh, 
that part where he turned into the colossal titan and he pretty much did like an atomic bomb with their neighbor oh, yeah. ship. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But even so, he's very sad about that in the press, the fact that he killed all these people. So I just wish that at this point, like he would be more of a mentality like, hey, it's war and there's some things that need to happen, whether I like it or not. Um, and because, I mean, clearly millions of people are currently at the point where they're dying. So it's like, Ar like Armin, you got to like, wake up man Aaron's your enemy at this point and we need your power because uh I mean his form will be very beneficial to him because it's just like dude how big is that tag time or just that yeah. whole like idea that hey I can land on his neck and explode myself like dude that's like such a good ability and I think that's probably even what their plan going forward is going to be with 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 um Armin yeah no I mean it's I don't know I, I think I just I love knowing the potential of the Titans and what they can do and how they will benefit the story like, I know as Aaron is taking over everything, like, he's probably the most ultimate form at this point, right? Because he's, like, at this point where we left off in the anime, he's turned himself into that giant as ribbed, like, freaking hovering thing where he's following all the rest of the, the Colossal Titans and the Rumbling. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, just to be able to have someone with the same, not the same amount of power, but, like, you know, almost higher up their size you have to be a colossal titan to even get there to impact them but again for being having like the ending spoiled but not seeing the actual story come to fruition i'm excited to see all that man i'm excited to see like armin in there like being the colossal titan i'm excited to see the team like mikasa and all these guys like coming together to really fight Eren because at the end of the day like who who's become the bad guy kind yeah. of freaking Aaron, right because ultimately no one w should want the destruction of any innocent people in general and i don't know i think that's where i'm at with it where i'm just kind of like dude everything that's happened to this point awesome uh now i'm kind of to see what they all do together using the powers that they do have you know it wasn't erwin it's armin so what is arwin uh Ar armin gonna do now to like really basically step up and be like hey you know i was the right decision i'm here let's freaking go fight um but yeah i'm excited man i'm excited to see what happens no, that's that's why this whole thing that they've kind of screwed up the whole final season part three four five six seven <laughs> i hate it man because it's just like i want to be able to get hyped up and understand that there is an ending you know that's about to happen even though yeah. i know how the story is gonna end like i'm still like thinking like okay you're coming back next week what is it five episodes and then you're gonna take another six months break and then you're gonna release another five episodes like oh come on man like people have been yeah. waiting for this like if you have it ready if you don't have it ready then maybe i can understand but if you have it ready like like, stop it. Like, stop doing this. Like, people have been very yeah. hyped up for this show. Um, I'm still kind of shocked that they didn't do the whole movie approach to it, sort of like Demon Slayer um, yeah. with the Mugen Train. But, you know, if they're not going to do that, that's fine. I think it would have made a lot of sense to go with a movie route approach for the final few episodes. Because we're that close to the end, yeah. Dude, because it's it gets so crazy, though. It gets so crazy, and my concern is that the budget's not going to keep up with it, or they're not going to be able to animate it as well as they should. Because I'm telling yeah. you, you're going to see things on screen that are going to make you, like, pause the screen and, like, start, like, looking at every inch, and you're going to see so many TikToks, and you're going to see so many, like, let me know more about this, let me know about that, and I just can't, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, and I know we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about um as the new season comes out, we're probably hopefully gonna review every episode. So even if we didn't talk about anybody specifically now, I know when the show comes oh, back, yes. like that's gonna be our opportunity to like, hey, let's talk about Connie, let's talk about this person. Oh let's yeah, about Connie, more his mom. <laughs> like yeah. Um, so like, I'm not too worried. Like you know, Gene Gene's been an interesting one just because you know, like he's always been the oh, I just want to have a good life and a good wife, and he's been chasing after Mika Mikasa, even though he's never really gonna. I mean, if he does get her, it's probably going to be out of pity. But, you know, he's been kind of, like, thirsting for Mikasa since the very beginning. Oh, man, there's so many people like Sasha. We never talked about Sasha and then all that shit that happens with her. And, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's what I'm really excited for, like, you know, excited for is, uh, you know, the new part coming out and then us being able to talk about it, like, you know, more on a consistent basis and yeah. then go back and revisit everything that we weren't able to talk to about today because, dude, it's it's a, it's a great story. It's a, it's a great story, man. But, yeah, like you, you said, we're so close to the end that it would just be nice if we just kind of finish it off with a giant-ass movie, beautiful animation, like, you know, just kind of get to the point instead of, you know, hopefully it doesn't get dragged out too much. Either way, no, man. no, yeah, man. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad we did this because, again, my whole thing was just like, hey, we're not going to sit here for three hours and like <laughs> tell you everything that happened and tell you how like some of us had to wait like eight years to find, to find out what the hell was in that 
freaking basement, you know, oh, like we were all like, the basement, that, yeah. that thing kills me then how long we waited to find out what was in the basement. I mean, the payoff was great. So, yeah, so, yeah. you know, um, you know, this was definitely like at the village kind of situation. You find out there's a bigger war out there, but, but, but no, I think we'll get more of an opportunity to like really lay down our thoughts about like this whole, like some of these characters and, you know, really express ourselves about how we feel about them. So I'm not too worried about that. Cause again, at the end of the day, I just wanted to sit here with you and like, just say how much we love the show, how much appreciation I have for it, how much I love like the community around it. And just because something is, you know, being successful and it's great and people talk about it, it shouldn't mean you hate it. I understand that, you know, Attack and Titan normally gets all the awards and all the recognition, but hey, think about it. The more people get introduced to an anime the more we get anime later on because it's just like there's more of a, a thirst for it so if somebody can say like hey attack and titan maybe let's say a movie did come out and hey this attack and titan movie that you know we didn't expect it to make big numbers all of a sudden make made a hundred million worldwide or something like it does get hollywood thinking like hey how can we adapt more stories like there's a reason why bleach came back bleach came yeah. back because i think like you know, there was probably like a thirst for it, you know, then they got somebody like me to come back and watch it. So it's just, um, you know, again, I'm excited for the stories they're going to tell and I'm excited for what's going to happen with the final, final season. So hopefully we get to talk about that, man, with great detail. Yeah, man, I'm here for the journey. So I'm excited for that to come out and then get right on it. So, you know, I'm really excited to have been able to talk about this because, again, it's probably one of the ones that got me back into anime, back into just the storytelling of all this, all of it. And it's still probably one of my favorite ones. Like when I am able to recommend it to people, I still recommend it. It's a great story. I think in general, there's just like so many great surprises. And like you said, there's a lot of payoffs. And even to where we're at, at the point, you know, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still waiting where the suckers are, are waiting for all the freaking third, fourth, fifth, like final parts, whatever they give us, man, I'll be here. So happy to be sharing it. Oh, and I know we're gonna get hit with the new season of Demon Slayer soon, so I'm cool. like, oh my god! And like they've already set the animation for that's gonna go up to another level, which uh, you know we'll see. But uh, I think that's another one that hopefully we'll talk about in the future. Oh, dude, kind please, of do like similar, to, similar, similar to this, and kind of have a recap of the last two seasons. But yeah, thanks a lot, Ramon. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. You have a good night. Always man. a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you.